Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heel Turn, our live weekly wrestling show and the official podcast of ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, it's the angry voice of the proletariat, comrades. Rise up! Oh, Jesus. Um, besides that, we're here to talk about uh, this past week in the WWE, which means we're going to talk about Raw, SmackDown Live, NXT, 205 Live, the Mixed Match Challenge, and uh, this past Sunday was Fastlane. That was pretty good. I don't know if I'd go that far, but it was definitely the best Fastlane pay-per-view ever. Sure, we'll go with that. The other Fastlane pay-per-views were bad. I'm Owen, joined as always by John. Joined as always by all our comrades out there on the internet. Isn't that cool? It's not cool. Dot Bolshevik, if you know what I'm saying, man. Anyway, we're streaming live over at twitch.tv slash ozone online and on YouTube somewhere. Just type in prowrestling.cool. You'll probably find us or something. That's that cool? Sure. It's it's dot a lot of things. It's dot YouTube comments. No. Never. Never, never whatsoever. Never YouTube but hey, comments. We're monitoring that chat. As well as our Twitch chat, as well as our Twitter at the heel turn. So send us your questions and your comments, and we will get to them as we deem fit. Owen, John, I got some serious beef with you here. Oh, what? Well, first of all, for the the podcast listeners, we should let people know that on the live video, you're wearing a uh, a questionable wrestling mask. It's my new wrestling mask. I uh, and it's my new presence to myself that you can see here. I have a uh, an NWO replica belt mm-hmm. and a uh, a wrestling mask that is covered in it is red and covered in yellow hammers and sickles. As it was advertised on eBay as El Comunista. As you do. Uh, yeah. Point being, here, Owen. Uh, I'm about to turn thirty in like less than two weeks, so I'm having a life crisis. So, why not get a bunch of dumb wrestling shit before I am officially an adult? Happy anniversary to one year closer to death. Thank you! You're welcome. This this mask is itchy. I'm gonna take it off. You should probably take it off, because there's a piece of it that covers your mouth, and it makes you sound all muffly. You also have a wrestling belt. You see, the problem is that I was intending to wear this mask as well as the uh, the belt around my uh, my waist uh, during my birthday party. Because why the fuck not? That's that's uh-huh. a dumb thing to do uh, and a great thing to do. But I don't know how I'm going to be able to drink with the with the sickle part covering half of my mouth. Oh, also, Rhythm Bastard says, uh, "Fuck yeah, communism," and uh, I don't approve of that. Fuck yeah, Rhythm Bastard. That's not okay. We don't support communism on this podcast. Power to the proletariat. I mean, well, half of this podcast doesn't support communism, apparently. <laughs> well, to be fair, you do cover the red brand, so it only makes sense that you would also be the red threat. It's true. Uh, please, Owen. It's the red menace, thank you. Well, I changed it up. That's you. You're the red threat. Though I am thinking that my uh, my, my finisher would be the red scare. That's that's pretty good. I'll give you it's that. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> Not bad at all. Anyway, John, what's up? I'm trying to think of what my character would be and I th- for this, and it's mostly just like 
I've decided just on being the most annoying fucking left book person ever and just yelling at people about reading The Conquest of Bread. So I feel like if you're going to be a heel about it, that's how you got to do it. That checks out. Nailed it. Anyway, Owen, I have a serious beef with you. Uh Uh-oh. What's up? You actually screwed me up major, and I hate it. What what did I do? Do you know what I did tonight before we recorded this podcast? Um, hmm. Let me think. Yes. You played a video game. I did. Also, Rhythm Batch has a good point about your mask, by the way. He says that you should wear it at Paxmania. I mean, I intend to do a lot of things with this mask at PAX. Oh, boy. But, uh, what, what game did you play? Some things that might need to be approved first, but we'll see. John, what, what game did you play? Before? Don't tell me it's the game we played last night. Oh, and I played more fucking Perfect Dark Zero when it's your fault. Why? Why'd you do that? I wanted to beat that stupid fucking jungle level that I'm stuck on, that I've been stuck on since, like, 2006, 2007. I wanted to beat it. No, John, you have to beat it with me on a, on a live stream. That's how that works. And guess what? You didn't do it, did you? I didn't beat it! Yeah, you need me, man. And then I decided, okay, you know what? I'm gonna beat the nightclub mission on Perfect Agent, because I gotta do that. What? Why, why would you have to do that? Because why not? That's not a good reason. Oh, and why do I do anything? Because you hate yourself? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I, I'll give you that. So anyway, uh, remember how that whole thing in that mission is you gotta spy on those guards? Uh-huh. Like, you know, you gotta ID, ID the enforcers or whatever, and, like, if you don't ID enough of them, then you can't, like, get into the club? Yeah. So you need to identify all of them. Uh, what? And there are more guys... And, yeah, you have to do a whole bunch of extra bullshit, and it sucks, and it's hard. You you have to blow up a boat, and the only way to blow up the boat, and I had to look this up, is there is a barrel that you can apparently use your melee to push into the water, and then shoot the barrel, and you can blow up the boat that way, because it's 2005 and Havoc physics. What? Yeah. No, that's not a real thing. That is 100% real. That's the thing I had to do, and I got up to the last part of that mission, you know, right before you have to take out the uh, the sentry guns and, and you save your dad. Uh-huh. And I fucking ate it. So, you, is there any checkpoints or no? No! So I turned Perfect Dark Zero off. Yeah, John, you shouldn't you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't play that. It's bad. That's a bad video game. Yeah. Yes. Are we gonna beat it? Yeah, we're gonna you and me, we're gonna beat it if we can get that level to unglitch. God damn it. So make sure you check that out over at uh, That level is bad. Fuck that level. Mm-hmm. Also fuck this entire game. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that game. We're gonna keep playing yeah. it, though. But, John, you, you notice that we, like, revived it in Mexico, apparently? We did. We are 
the the pride of Mexico. Fucking Alberta Bell Patron, it's us now. Yeah, that checks out. That checks out. It's uh yeah, when we played it on stream, uh we decided to do some deathmatch because we thought that'd be a funny thing to do. Because it's a real bad game that controls real bad. Yep. And uh apparently there's people in Mexico who are playing Deathmatch Perfect Dark Zero in uh the year twenty eighteen. And we played Dark Ops. Dark Ops. That's is real a good. mode. Dark Ops is real good. I like. I like. I enjoyed that. Dark Ops is weird. Yeah. I'm not not saying it like oh it's bad it's terrible it's just it's a weird fucking thing they basically made uh, Counter Strike and Perfect Dark. Yeah, and you can use a laptop gun in the base. It's great. It's very of its era, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. But, what uh, if they made a perfect dark game? But modern? A hundred Joanna Darks jump out of an airplane. Oh no! Into, into the Carrington Institute. John, I would not want to play a battle royale game that runs like Perfect Dark Zero does. <laughs> no, please, for the love of God, no. Hey, we'd all be on a level playing field because no one can shoot in that game. True. Hey, John. Anyway, is it time to talk about wrestling? I think it's time to talk about wrestling. So I'm oh, going to. Oh, my God. We have a lot to talk about because we. Then let's a, do this it. Is a, this is a pay per view week. So let's hit the button and go to news. Hit the button. John? I'm holding up my belt I, to I signify that it's time to talk about the news. I can see that. And reminding people if they want to see the video version, uh, it's on YouTube. And also, you can watch live Wednesdays at Twitch and on YouTube. Twitch.tv slash Ozone Online. At least you didn't plug Mixler this time. I thought about it. I thought about just doing it anyway. Hey, John, the first bit of news I'm going to leave up to you because it seems right up your alley. It sure is because it's something that I added right at the beginning of the week. Uh, what's up? Hey, Owen. Let's talk hey, about... A certain brother of the Nero variety. Uh, hmm. Who, who's that? You may have heard of a man. His name is Jeff Hardy. Oh, no, delete this. Sometimes referred to as Jeff Harvey. Delete this. Hey, guys. Jeff Hardy got arrested for drunk driving again. Delete your account. How many fucking times are you going to do this, you goddamn idiot? John, you can't teach, uh, you can't teach stupid. I just... <sighs> and you know what's gonna happen, John? I know that he has problems. I know that this has been a thing, a constant with him, of issues with drugs and alcohol, and doing this exact thing. But what the fuck are you doing, Jeff? Could you just fucking stop? Hey, John, you know what's gonna happen to him? Uh, nothing? Nothing! Just like, just like Jimmy Uso. That's what I was, was going to bring Jay? up. Whichever Uso it was, nothing happened because DUIs are not as, you know, important to WWE as, you know, doing drugs. But remember, Owen, now he can't play in the XFL. It's true, he can't. What a huge loss. Not be able to play in... Vince's Trump Football League. 
Yeah, he wouldn't. He really ex- think that Jeff Hardy would play football. I think he would swan dive from the top of the goalpost. I mean, put it that way. I'm kind of into that. That's kind of cool. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm on board. Let's, let's have it. Let's have cruiserweights in the uh, the XFL. Let's go. Make him the mascots. Shit. Yeah, okay. Philadelphia Drew Gulaks. All right, see, now you sold me. Shit, I didn't want to like the XFL, but all of a sudden now I love it. What if the XFL, but named after cruiserweights? All right, let's name some. Well, we got the Philadelphia Drew Gulaks, clearly. Yeah, obviously. What else you got? Uh. You don't know who or anywhere else is from? Cedric Alexander from. Somewhere. Perfect. This is a good, good bit, John. We did, we nailed it. <laughs> Drew Gulak's the only one I know because you won't shut up about him. Because he's the best. Wait, no. The Chicago Chicago Mustafa Ali's. All right, fine. We got two. Uh, Rhythm Bastard in the chat says uh, Jeff might be a wide receiver. To which I say, he's lazy as shit. He ain't gonna run out there and make catches. Come on. San Francisco Hood Slams, featuring the Brian Kendrick. Nope, we're out. We're done. This Get well week. soon. We're out, we're out of the second. We're out of this bit. Oh man, Jeff Hardy's an idiot. It won't detract from anything because they got big plans. But it really should. It should, but it won't because wrestling. Speaking of wrestling being bad, hey yeah, this all the news is Boy, about howdy. wrestling being bad. Speaking so, of Raw being a bad show, no, let's th- talk about the thing that they announced on Raw this week. That they're like, oh, people are going to love this. Oh, John, they also plugged it during SmackDown, so don't worry. You, oh, it's, great. It's, it's so all clearly bad. they learned nothing from the backlash that they started getting on Tuesday morning. No, no, it's all. they're not going to do anything. It's all bad. So, uh, yeah, you know how the men have the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal and Andre the Giant's like the best? They sure do. His, his ghost lives on in that statue and in Dean Ambrose. Well, no, he's not not inside Dean Ambrose. Ambrose is fighting him. How do you know that Ambrose is not just fighting the demon within? No, because he keeps... Which is Andre the Giant. Andre just keeps becoming, you know, game-possessing inanimate objects, and he keeps fighting them. How, why do you think the plant was so important? So they fought so many times that they became a tag team? Uh-huh. It's so a, what... It's a WWE. What it's, happened to... What happened to Andre after Jericho smashed the plant? We don't know yet. We'll have to Whose see. name I can't remember. He's inside Dean Ambrose's cast. Oh, man. He'll turd. But yeah, so... Get well know, named, Dino. Named the Battle Royale after Andre the Giant. Andre the Giant's great. Everyone loves Andre the Giant. He's got that documentary coming out, like, that looks two days good. after WrestleMania. That looks real good. I'm going to watch it. It does look really good. So they're Bill gonna... Simmons did a good thing. It's been a while since he's done that. We'll, we'll have to wait and see first before because it, Hulk Hogan's in this documentary. So yeah. Oh, by I the way, if they... hey, you think they're going to talk about the fact that Andre hated Hogan? No, of course not. But John, speaking of Hulk Hogan, uh, so the Phillies are doing spring tra- training in Clearwater, Florida, and As you uh, do. Hulk Hogan decided to come and visit. And, uh... How did that go, Owen? Oh, they posted a picture, and all the responses were real, real good. Because they showed him and uh, one of the coaches, 
And they said, and the Phillies Twitter account said, name a more iconic duo, we'll wait. Guess what one of the responses was? Two pictures. <laughs> one, a picture of Hulk Hogan at during the court case. The second picture was just text that said, the Edward. <laughs> yep. Yeah, pretty much. I uh, that's better than what I thought it was going to be, which is going to be screen caps of the tape. No, that would have been no. See, that wouldn't be funny. That'd just be sad. But that would also be very typical of Twitter. True. But uh, yes, getting back on track about another bad person. They're naming the women's battle Fucking royal Hulk Hogan. They're not naming the battle royal after Hulk Hogan. They're naming the women's battle royal after the fabulous Moolah. Oh, great! She's wonderful! WWE tells me that she's super important for the the wrestle, the wrestle show and the making women's wrestling matter. I mean, did you see that video that they aired on Monday and I guess apparently Tuesday? Hey, hey, John. What a great video package in which they got her last name wrong. Hey, hey, hey John. Hey, did they fix that on Tuesday? I don't, I didn't fucking look. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> okay, fair. But John. Yes. Oh boy, this is uh yeah, this is bad. Do, do, you, do you like the Godfather? Yes, sort of. Now imagine the Godfather, but in real life and super shitty. That's yeah. the fabulous Mula. She was a she was a, a pimp. Yeah. Not to mention the inventor of the screw job. Yeah, and also, uh, you know that thing where they say she's been champion for 27 years? Mm-hmm. You don't become champion for 27 years unless you're, like, real shitbag and won't put anyone over. Yeah, unless you, you don't do that unless you're holding people down and, like, constantly booking yourself in fucking dusty finishes and basically training all of the women wrestlers whoever face you and not training them to ever be as good as you because you want to maintain your power over them. Also legitimately pimping them out. If you haven't seen it, folks, there is a very good Reddit thread from about a year ago. Uh, Wait, hold on a second, John. You said good Reddit thread. That's that's I know. Shocking. That is a, that is an oxymoron typically, but Mm-hmm. One actually exists. I can confirm that one exists, and shockingly, it is on Squared Circle. What? No. You're making this up. I wish I was making this up, Owen. But the point is, there's this this Reddit thread uh, from about a year ago is a very, let's say, a corticopia of all of the allegations against uh, Fabulous Moolah throughout her life and throughout her career of essentially uh, leading a lot of her female wrestlers under her tutelage to, uh, for lack of a nicer way of saying this, getting raped. No, you're right. That's what happened. No, yeah, that is exactly what happened. We don't need I guess to sugarcoat re- this. Yeah. The this Fabulous is Mula is a fucking scumbag who, if there is a hell, is most definitely burning in it. Yeah, so this battle royal is going to be real, real great. 
And boy, watching that video of all of the lady wrestlers put over Moolah, including Stephanie McMahon, was real dope. Yeah, they were real dopes. You're right. Yeah. Sure was great. I had a really good time watching that. Yeah. Spoilers, they keep it this way. Uh, When we do our WrestleMania review, this match automatically gets two thumbs down. Might be a little bit harsh, but... Hmm. But fair. You have Wendy Richter right there! Why don't you just fucking use her? What about uh, Sensational Sherry? Yeah! You know what? Sensational Sherry would be fucking great, too! She's the fucking best! Also, you know what else? You know, it's been long enough. You You can name it after Trish Stratus. Or hell! You know what? I can, you know, fucking Luna Vachon! Fucking... Goddamn Medusa! Bolnikano. Bolnikano would be fucking cool as shit! I might name it after Asuka. <laughs> Too right, soon? That might, be a little, that might be a little soon. Too soon? Okay. Name it after Goldberg. Uh, no, no. That's, that's a different type of challenge. <laughs> okay, fair. That, that's for a shortest match. Welp! So yeah, that that's, uh, that match is gonna be bad, and everyone who involved should feel bad. You, but you know what else? Hell, name it after you, fucking Lita. I I would name it after Trish before Lita, if we're going yeah. into that era. Sure, I'm just saying there are so many ladies. What about the Kelly so Kelly talented Memorial wrestlers. Battle Royal? I was thinking about saying the Kelly Kelly Memorial Battle Royal before I settled on Lita because I just decided that Kelly Kelly was too fucking ridiculous. Kelly Kelly, rest in peace. Rest in power. She's she, she's not dead, everybody. Don't worry. Don't don't Google that. She's very much alive. I in fact saw her like up close like a month or so ago. It happened. She was not good. She wrestled in that hoodie. It was really funny. Because I saw her try to jump over the rope to get out of the match real fast, and she couldn't do it, so she had to stay in the match longer. Nice. Good it job. Was, it was great. Like, you saw her get tackled up, and she's like, ah, fuck it, I'll stay in the match longer. What a talented wrestle lady. Eh, she ran the ropes real bad. I love that. It's her, it's her iconic move. But, John, last bit yes, of wrestling so. news is a fun one. Is it, though? Yeah, because Twitter is doing their bullshit again. Where they're doing a hashtag for uh, Fire Road Dog. Oh no. Because Road Dog is apparently killing SmackDown. Which. Oh boy. To be fair, have you seen the way the women's division has been booked lately? No. I mean, I watched Elimination, or Fastlane, rather. Yeah, that match. So, that, yes? That, that tag match, like, was nonsense. No, that was bad. No, I mean, the match was fine. But the the way they mm. got there, the story they got to get there was bad. Mm. Also, did you remember the part where Rus- Super Over Rusev uh, lost to Nakamura, the challenger for uh, WrestleMania? What? That never happens. Rusev losing? That's not like it, that's something we're going to be talking about later. But yeah, they're trying to say that yeah he's booking the women bad. He's trying to put a put out the fire that is Rusev Day, and uh, they they want to get fired. So, uh, do you follow Renee, uh, Renee Young on Instagram? I 
don't, but I probably should. Well, one, she's got very good pictures, and sometimes with Dean, it's fun. Hi, Dean. I mean, um, it would make sense that she would be hanging out with her husband. Well, you know, she's on the road a lot, though. Yeah, but... Her husband is at home. Sad. It's Dean. He'll he'll find his way back. Mm-hmm. Probably in a hot dog truck. True. But, uh, yeah, she does That's a... he does. She does a live Instagram uh, show before Raw and SmackDown. Produced by the WWE called, uh, well, for Raw, it's Raw Backstage Pass. Oh, so that's what she's doing now instead of talking smack. Yeah. It's or smacking talk. Well, it, it's a similar format. You know, it's very off the cuff and kind of out of character. Like having a conversation with uh, Corey Graves this week about how he knows all the words to every Bruno Mars song and he was singing it on the, on the road trip over to the stadium. That was pretty good. That's not where I expected that to go. It's, yeah, apparently he freaking loves Bruno Mars. Go figure. But yeah, that, that, the last... He loves the Grammy Award winning song of the year, I guess. The the last part had uh, her to have a conversation with Road Dog, And it was real good because he called out the hashtag fire Road Dog uh, thing going around. He's like, yeah, apparently I'm killing SmackDown. Hooray! But yeah, one the, but the best part was during one of the, during the conversation about like you know having trouble sleeping, and you know because he mentioned like, you know he was also in rehab and stuff because he had a drug problem like most wrestlers at that time. Mm-hmm. But one bit he was talking about like you know like different methods of like trying to get your brain to shut off. And one of them, he dance like, or, you know, the easiest way is you can snort some cocaine. <laughs> Which, you can hear him start to say snort, and the audio cuts out when he says it. <laughs> but you can read his lips, and he totally says snort cocaine. <laughs> and everyone's reaction is incredible. <laughs> Renee's like, you can't say that! <laughs> it's real good. Yeah, so Road Dog talked about snorting cocaine on a WWE uh, Instagram thing. It's great. I guess uh, he's trying to join his boy Billy Gunn in the unemployment line. No, I, well, I mean, the, the hashtag would work then. But, you know, here's the thing. If he didn't have this job, he would probably be, like, singing home doing drugs. So I feel like this job is kind of his rehab now. Wow. What? Am I wrong? Dark. I it's, don't... No, I'm not right. It's dark, but I'm not wrong. If you're not, like, busy doing stuff, your mind can wander places, and if you were an addict, you could you could quickly go back to your ways. I don't know anything about Road Dog's history, so, you know. Yeah, he he was in rehab for a while, and it was real bad. That's why, Okay, that's why well he, then. Because he made that joke. He talked about rehab as part of the thing, and then he made that joke. Okay, well then. It was real good. But yeah, he apologized. Like if if he went too far, and Renee's like, "No, it's it's a joke. Who who gives a shit?" And he's like, "Yeah, I didn't. Get, I, I didn't actually give a shit. But I just had to be. I just had to be careful." And then okay, as yeah. he and then as he left, he says, uh, "All right, I gotta go back to the road room and kill SmackDown. Bye, everybody." So yeah, Bird Dog's okay in my book. He's killing my show, but at least he's doing it with a smile. 
Speaking of killing your show, Owen. That's not a good transition. I hear that you had a pay-per-view on Sunday. Yeah, Fastlane was Sunday, and I was going in, like, really bummed out about it. I was on the phone with Optimum this weekend, trying to deal with my internet and why it sucks and is bad and broken. How'd that go? Not great. Did they say, uh, go fuck yourself? No, they said they'll come out and give me better internet, but only next weekend, and somehow I'm getting cable TV and all of this? Hey, there you go. You can, then you can watch Raw, like, at the regular time and actually, like, write your article. You mean, like I do now, just a minute behind, usually? Yeah, now I can, now I can, now I can stop spoiling you. Just kidding, I don't watch that show. But when you did, you would spoil me. That's true, and then I'm like, I have way better things to do on Monday night than watch three hours of wrestling. It turns out so do I, but you still make me do this anyway. Well, I watched three hours of wrestling on Tuesday, so it's fair. You know? But anyway. Owen, you also watched three hours of wrestling on Sunday. Four hours, thank you, because there's a pre-show. Fastlane was good. I don't know about that. Alright, let's, let's quickly go through the matches and you explain to me why I'm wrong. The pre-show had Ty Dillinger on it. I did not watch the pre-show, admittedly. It was a six-man tag with Ty Dillinger and the Fashion Police. Taking, sure. Taking on Gable, Benjamin, and Mojo Raleigh. Okay. Ty Dillinger pinned Mojo. Okay. So, yeah. See, that's a good thing. That doesn't mean it was a good match, but I do like Ty was, Dillinger winning something. It was a good match. Because at one point, uh, Chad Gables was going to do Chad Gable things. And he's like, come on, Tyler Breeze, like, do some mat wrestling with me. And he got down all fours. And uh, what uh, Tyler Breeze did was he hopped on top of him and rode him like a pony. It was a good bit. So it was a, com- a combination of the comedy stuff of Brazango with the actual like good wrestling that Ty Dillinger and the, everyone else but Mojo Raleigh can provide. And it was a good match. I I enjoyed Remember it. Remember when Tyler Breeze was Who? both a comedy act and one of the best wrestlers? Hey, he's, he's that right now. He's a really good no, wrestler. No, he's not. Shut up. He's a good wrestler. They don't let him ever show it. He shut up. He could do fun things. Let him do fun things. I just He got to be on my TV for a bit. That made me happy. Come on. I just wish he wasn't in the fucking Santino spot. I just wish that they'd actually let him be. Like this is a man who is having fucking NXT title matches. This is a man who had a fucking match against Jushin Thunder Liger, one of the best junior heavyweights ever. Yeah, John, we can hold on to those memories forever. No, it doesn't... This is the main roster, John. As long as Vince McMahon's alive, it ain't happening. Just let him die. Let them sell to Fox. I'm over it. No, shut up. No, you're bad. Don't make this job worse than it already is, John. Kill Raw, make it two hours, I don't give a fuck. Watch the world burn. 
no, but that would kill SmackDown. It's, it's, it's like a poison. You can't inject... Watch the world burn. John, you can't inject WWE with a lethal dose of poison. You can't do it. Time to make an overdose and see if it bounces back. Nope. Uh, you know what the opening match... Did you watch the actual proper fast lane? Yes, I did. The opening match was uh, Shinsuke Nakamura taking on Rusev in a very perplexing match. But Aiden English did cut that freestyle where he totally dunked on Columbus, and that was cool. To enjoy Aiden English. Yeah, but that was their attempt to get the, the crowd to hate Rusev, and it didn't work because Rusev was fucking awesome. But it was a split crowd, which was good. And also, I mean, to say nothing of the fact that, like, let's, let's give credit where it's due, Rusev does a really good job of playing the heel himself. Like, he mm-hmm. went for it in that match when a lesser person, a Randy Orton, let's say, would have fucking reveled in, oh, you're cheering me, haha, this is fun. Yeah, this match was great. And the best part was the crowd was was hyped for this. The crowd was hyped for most of the night, too. It was. I just wish really they would just crowd. let Rusev be cheered. Uh, after WrestleMania, because that's a problem. Instead of punishing him for getting over. Here's the problem, though, John. It's, it's, He's they the have, exact rider. They have all their WrestleMania plans set, and Rusev was not part of it. So they need to try to like keep this on the down low until after WrestleMania, where they can start actually putting effort into it, if it's not too late by then. Do they, though? Do they need to keep it on the down low? Because it doesn't seem like they're keeping it on the down low. It seems like they're trying to, like, actively strangle it in its crib. Well, we'll see what happens in the Battle Royal. He very much could win that. It could be the Rusev Battle Royal. 30 Rusev's fight in the ring. Hope Spring's Eternal, but I don't know, man. Like, but yet, I that's... Just... That near fall, I don't know though. What they're doing, John? The near fall where Nakamura went for the Kinshasa and he just ate that kick. So good. Yeah, this match was great. I, I love this match. Hey, what a weird thing, Owen. What? It turns out that Rusev is a really fucking awesome wrestler. Yeah, it shows Nakamura. Good I figure. can't believe it. You know what match was surprisingly good in the second half of it? It was Orton against Bobby Roode for the U.S. title. That match sure started off slow. Yeah. But when it picked up, it was great. I'm going to be honest, I completely lost interest because of that intro. Well, John, yeah, this this match was nearly 20 minutes. So, yeah, I can understand why it was such a slow match. Why do they keep putting Randy in long matches? I mean, I'll, that's not his fucking thing, John. I'm never, I'm, I'm, I'm desensitized to it because I already saw the ultimate long Randy Orton match. It was that that Iron Man match with John Cena, where almost the entire match there were no falls, and I wanted oh to my die. God. It oh was, my god! It was the worst. <laughs> that sounds like hell. I think there was one fall in the match for sixty minutes. Oh, it was so bad. Who won? I don't remember. I fell. Asleep. I I I don't know if I even finished watching that match. I just couldn't. 
I'm not going to look it up. Because it's best just to ignore it and pretend it didn't happen. I'm going to try watching this match. Alright. Um... But yeah, I'm going. I'm feeling very self-hating, so I'm going to try watching this match. Mm-hmm. But the surprise is that uh, Randy Orton is the United States champion. Hooray! Congratulations to the Randall Snakemeister on being a Grand Slam champion. We're so proud of you. He's the tenth one. Did, did, come on, you had to admit that the you hit that RKO and it was real good. You like that part? You like the part where you hit the RKO? You mean the one exciting part of Randy Orton matches? Yes. Yeah, I mean that's it. And now he's going to do it at WrestleMania in a triple threat. Wow, I'm so excited to watch Just- Randy Orton fight the Jinder Mahal again. John, why are there so many triple threats at WrestleMania? Because like, they've run out of ideas. Yeah, because like the, the Intercontinental titles are going to be a triple threat. The US titles are going to be a triple threat. I assume the SmackDown tag titles are going to be a triple threat. The Raw tag titles are kind of a triple threat because there's three people involved. It's kind of a handicap match. But it's, there's still three people, so it's kind of like a triple threat. The Shane McMahon is- and Kevin Owens match is going to have Shane McMahon in, and that's going to be a triple threat. I don't know what they're doing. I have a feeling... I'm not sure they know what they're doing. I I, I have a feeling that one of the women's title matches, Carmella's going to cash in and make that a triple threat. You think so? Uh, well, she's running out of time. She has to cash in. <laughs> yeah, she's only got until, like, June, right? Yeah. Or even so, I don't even know when they moved money in the bank. It could be in May. Hmm. Y- you can look that up, but I'm just yeah. I will do that. So actually. many, so many triple threats happening at WrestleMania. It's crazy. But yeah, Randy Orton's the champion. Um, Sunday, June seventeenth. Yep, that's uh, wow. That's soon. From Shy Town. But John, because I'm not going to talk about it when we talk about SmackDown, because I really could not give a shit. Uh, did you know that they're still doing the Bobby Roode, Jinder Mahal, Randy Orton bullshit? Great, I love it. What? How about the, hear me out, John? WrestleMania, these three, first time ever. Well, you hear me out here. First time ever, WWE loves that. First time ever, triple threat Punjabi prison. Hear me out here, Owen. Yeah? What? Did they turn Bobby Roode heel yet? No, I don't know. Probably not. Never talk to me about this feud again. That's why I'm saying I'm not talking about it when you're talking about SmackDown, because it's bad. Uh, We had a a no-nonsense, or we had a, well, I guess it was kind of nonsense, because I don't know why it happened, tag match between Natalia and Carmella against Becky Lynch and Naomi. Here is my complete opinion on this match. Sure. Carmella got the pin on Naomi. Sure. They're giving Carmella some momentum while she has a briefcase. 
Isn't that a weird concept? Giving the money to bank holder like something like positive to say about them? Because the briefcase is usually cursed? Sure. Eh, I'm fine with that. The match is sloppy, but I'm happy with the result. This match, I'm going to say, this next match, I'm going to say I liked it. I liked it a lot. It was the Tag Team Championship. I liked it to a point. Well, let's talk about the Usos against uh, the New Day, with it being Kofi and Xavier. (laughs) And the match ended in a no contest. And I love it. I also like the actual match because the whole thing was built around we know each other so well that we're just, you know, swapping moves and now we're the Usos and the other guys are in the New Day. It was move steal in the match. It was really good. I like It was <clears throat> I feel like they did the thing they did they walked the line very well of they did it a bunch of times. The first thing there's like, whoa, holy shit and then they got, like, you know, the, the Uso stole the New Day move, and then New Day got a receipt. It was like, okay, shit. And then they stole other moves. It was like, wait, wait, are you just going to fucking do this whole thing? Yeah, but they like, then they just moves. They also then just, they kept doing it enough that it was like, no, you're fucking leaning into this. Okay. Yeah, no, they 100% swapped moves. Let's go. The, the entire movesets were swapped. It was great. It was pretty fucking sick. And then the, I really enjoyed it. And then the Bludgeon Brothers said, "Actually, fuck this." And then I was less enthused. It was a great heel move, and also, holy shit, that attack was awesome. They all I died. Wasn't super into the attack, honestly. I thought it looked brutal. I thought it made the Bludgeon Brothers look like a million bucks. I was so into this. This was great. That that that's that uh, that slam with the uh, Xavier onto the steps, <laughs> man, that was so, that was beautiful. And the way he was just, like shaking, he was in so much pain. It was great. Did like the convulsing cell. And I love it that we like. All right, we're gonna cut to a video package, and we're back. And oh god, they're still dead. Here's a replay. Oh god, they're still dead. Just keep coming back to it. it. Was really it was a great touch. I liked it a lot. This was this is setting up the match at uh, at WrestleMania perfectly. And hear me out here, John, because uh, I heard somebody say this, and I don't know if it's any connection to the WWE or not. But I heard three words, and if they were to do it, I'm a hundred percent in. You want you, you know those three words are? You. Oh no! Tell me. Tables, ladders, chairs. Sure. What if they did? What if they just brought back TLC, like the actual TLC triple threat tag, and put the belts sure. on top? That would be so cool. And these that'd, teams that'd would thing. these teams would like so bring it. I mean, I again, I don't know if that's. You know, and if any of that's coming from like the office, the head office or not, but somebody said it to me today, and I said yes, do it, please. Um, 
Charlotte and I Ruth, mean, if they're not going to have a ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship like they usually do, they might as well, right? I mean, they're having a ladder match at TakeOver for the the United, or the North America Championship, so... Yeah, I know, but... Eh, not WrestleMania. I know, but still, it's the same... It's our WrestleMania. No, I thought that was TakeOver Brooklyn. Oh. Yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, hey, John. What's that, Owen? Charlotte Flair and Ruby Riot had a match. That's yeah, it. Yeah, that... That's all I got to happen. Say. Whatever. They'd- I don't care for Ruby Riot. No. She's I she was just a filler spot. And then we got the real main event cuz uh Oscar showed up and pointed at the sign. Say, "Hey, what's up? I'm on this show now, I guess." Now, Am I a free agent? Is that how that works? I I think she doesn't technically become a SmackDown superstar until she wins the belt. I think. Because she's had a match on Raw and then she just kind of hung out on SmackDown. It's true. It's confusing. She's listed as a Raw superstar, though. And she's got a a, a Raw match next week, so she's still on Raw until, until the match, I guess. Do you think she'll be back next week? On SmackDown? Yeah. I would assume so. She's got to build this match for WrestleMania. You don't necessarily need her there to do it. I mean, for God's sakes, they're building this fucking Universal Championship match on Raw without Brock. Hey, John, let's uh, let's focus on the Charlotte and uh, Asuka instead of this uh, Battle Royal that is going to be real bad. Let's focus on that, please. Okay. There we go. What about Alexa and Nia? Who? Blissey and Naya. You're not tricking me. I know. But yeah. What what if that match but a triple threat? Fuck off. What? Um, what yeah, I'm I'm saying that Carmella cashes in on Alexa. The trade. Did she do I, that? I, I don't see why not. It's not a red or blue briefcase, so I guess technically it's white, which matches both belts. Yeah, I guess you're right. Huh. And plus, if, and, you know, they can just make it that way if they wanted to. It's whatever the WWE wants it to be. It's their universe. But also, who are we kidding? Nia's gonna win. But also, like, here's the thing, John. Asuka's winning the belt on SmackDown. Yeah. You're not going to break her streak with a cash-in. Yeah. And I don't want I don't want Carmella to have all this stuff and then just lose the briefcase like Corbin. I want one successful cash-in this year, damn it. It'd be cool. And then the main event happened. John, the six-pack challenge. Can I just say this match was, was amazing? It was phenomenal. Yeah, this match was really good. I don't know if I'd go that far, but it was very good. I enjoyed the part where Dolph Ziggler's head went through the hockey glass. Because that's not... Dolph Ziggler gimmicked. dying is always relevant to my interests. Like, that's the thing. Like, that glass was not gimmicked. So he actually went through it, and it's awesome. Because it's part of the rink. And that was awesome. <laughs> 
Also, that sick, uh, what the Deep Six, the spinning movie does. That was real good. Corbin was real good in this match. I read a person on the internet say that that Deep Six is one of the best moves in wrestling currently. And I think that's fucking crazy, and I don't agree with that. No, no, I would agree with that. But I will say that Deep Six is real good. Because here's the thing. You know why it's one of the best moves in wrestling? It looks real sick. It's easy to do. And it's low impact. It's not like a high risk move. Is that move actually? Is that a, a black hole slam? It's like a spinning one. But no, the, I don't know. It's kind of. I'm not sure. Point is, the way Corbin does That's it... Not, not really relevant. I was just curious at all. Point is, the way Corbin does it is... Fan, it looks it looks great. It gets a big reaction. And it's not like a high-risk, you know, dangerous move. So it's good. I love it. Also love the fact that the AJ Styles retained the belt. Because, duh. Of course Sometimes the most obvious answer is the right answer. I also, I'm going to say I like the uh, the Shane McMahon stuff. I don't know why he was out there, but him getting kicked in the face and then fucking over Owens and Zayn totally made sense. It made sense in the, this is the logical conclusion of where they've been going with this whole bullshit this entire time. Yeah. But, I hate this bullshit. I continue to hate this bullshit. I don't know, did you watch Smackdown? Because I am way into this bullshit. Did you watch SmackDown? No. Well, but but, I know what happened, and well, let me well, just say it right now. Kevin and Sammy are right. No, they are. That's the, that's the point. They're just Is it, being fucking assholes about it and taking it too far. Are they? Well, let's, let's, let's wrap up Fastlane by me saying it was a really good show. And it's a good, it's a great way to send off the the single branded pay per views. And now I will say, I don't think it was a great show. I think it was maybe okay at best. Well, it's not your, it's not your brand, so fuck you. The highs, I don't think the highs were as high as the elimination chamber pay per view. Oh, weird. But- the raw guy liked the raw pay per view. <laughs> I let me finish. Mm-hmm. The, the lows were not as low, and the highs, while less high, were more consistent. All right, I'll take it. I think it was a better show overall. I'll take it. I'll take. I'll, t- I'll take that. I liked it a lot. I had, especially with the way the build has been, and me having to endure all these SmackDowns. This was an, a real nice treat. And all right, then. and this episode of SmackDown afterward is a sign of hey, the build to WrestleMania is coming. And we're actually going to make it a good pay-per-view. For the SmackDown side, at least. Yeah, I was about to say, hold up there. Well, also the Cruiserweight part, but we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to start off by talking about the last segment. And since we were just talking about Shane McMahon. And uh, Shane had a major WrestleMania announcement to make. But before he could do that, he had to explain himself about what happened at Fastlane. And his... Uh, he said, listen, I'm a petulant man, baby, and I'm a McMahon. Anyway, deuces. No, that's not what he said. 
I mean, it's pretty much what he said. No, what he said was that, yeah, I kind of fucked up. I've been kind of fucked up for a while now. But the reason is, did you see him beat the shit out of my dad? Did you see Kevin Owens do that shit? And then it pissed me off so much that I had a Hell in a Cell match with him, where I would get my revenge. And then that got stolen away from me because of Sami Zayn. And now I hate them both. And it's it's been impossible for me to keep you know my composure while these two have been on the show like rubbing it in my face. So he said, "Fuck this! Like clearly I can't do this job. So I'm gonna take a leave of absence and let Daniel Bryan run the show until I can you know." get better. But before I go, I'm going to put those two in a match at WrestleMania. Bye! Wow! What a total not abuse of power! I mean, what's wrong with having two people who have issues get a match at WrestleMania where they wouldn't be on the card otherwise? What's wrong with that? I mean, not like they have that big of issues. Yeah, they've had some really bad issues lately. Just in the past week or so. Yeah, the past couple weeks. It's been that way. When Sami Zayn abandoned him that one week on uh, during the tag match. And then... Oh, I forgot about that part. Yep, that's where this all started. And then, you know, him betraying Kevin Owens in the Fatal Five way. And then trying to roll him up in the, in the six-pack challenge. Yeah, these guys have had some issues. So it made sense to put them in a match and let them have a WrestleMania moment. And Kevin Owens comes out and says, fuck you. And Jay's like, what? I'm letting you be on the WrestleMania card. Why Why fuck me? And then Sami Zayn said, came out and said, fuck you. We're going to kill you now. Yeah, fair. And then they killed him. Like, for reals, he's killed him. Like, you got a haluva kick, you got the shit kicked out of them, the referees started coming in to try to stop them, and they kicked the shit out of the referees. And then they said, hey, check out this chair. Remember that time we put Chris Jericho's head through the chair and then threw it into the post and it, like, murdered him for real? And he hasn't been back except for that one time that wasn't canon? Yeah. We're gonna do that to Shane McMahon. Now he's dead. Oh, wait. Deserved. Oh, wait, we're going to drag him all the way up the ramp into the back and then find this, like, metal, like, whatever, I don't know what this metal thing was, and then powerbomb him on it for realsies and uh, break his back, essentially. Is he humble now? I think he's, like, I think he legitimately fucked up his back. Because there's no way, like, that was gimmicked at all. Like, the sound it made, like, the structure, the way it was structured, that like it had the part sticking out that his lower back hit, and he hit it, like, really hard. And the noises that he made after he took that hit. Like, dude, I think Shane's, like, fucked up for realsies. And it's, it's, it's kind of cool. Hopefully that means he can't have his match on WrestleMania. Oh, no, he's gonna have time, he's gonna be off TV for all his time to get better. Hopefully. But yeah, what if he just doesn't? But John, you should you should go watch the clip of him taking that hit and the noises he made because they were they're, these are very upsetting noises. 
Like, some people are, like, making fun of it. Like, ah, oh, he sounds goofy. He's like, yo, if you got hit in the lower back like that, you would be making, like, really upsetting noises, too. So, fuck I'm you. I'm not sure I really want to watch a snuff film, so I'm good. But starring Kevin and Sammy. I do like Kevin and Sammy. And you hate Shane McMahon. I do hate Shane. So you should check it out. Hey, relatedly, since we're talking about Shano, why the fuck was he on Raw this week? Because he's running, he actually runs himself behind the scenes with Vince. That was a part of the whole, oh, this is not scripted, oh my god, behind the curtain. We're shooting, brother. That was bad. Also, the fact... We'll get to it. Also, that was bad. But also the fact that Stephanie is, you know, injured after last week. The shame was stepping in. It's, it's, they didn't even fucking sell that or try and say that. It's just, oh, here's fucking Shane for some reason. No, they're trying... Because that's, that's not weird. No, they're tr- they're trying to sell that this was unscripted. And that you're not supposed to see the gorilla position. That's a dumb thing to try and sell. Yeah, because none, none of it's believable. That's why. We'll, we'll get to it, but yeah, that's... Especially because then they just are like, all right, well, let's cut to our usual thing of here's a fucking closet that we we put someone's, a, a name tag of someone's name onto. Yeah. And that's their office. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that when we get to Raw. I'm, I'm going to talk about SmackDown in reverse order since we started with the Renee's been told to hang out in front of this door and wait for someone to interview. Because that's a thing that happens. Yeah, it's wrestling. Of course it is. Come on. I mean, in real life. Of course, in wrestling, it makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let me let me get through SmackDown so we can get to that. Uh, in reverse order, we're going. Uh, Carmella beat Naomi in a singles match. Because she pinned her at the pay-per-view, so they had a singles match. I mean, that's, that's fucked up. Beat Naomi does not seem amazing right now. I don't know. The end of that match was real good. With Naomi like trying to like do like a stomp through the ropes and then getting her She hand- tried to bring it to the floor. No, she got brought to the floor by her hair. Oh, whoops. Oh Jesus. It was awesome. Like she got caught in the ropes, then Carmella just grabs her by the hair and like and threw her head first into the ground and pinned her. It was it was Oh Jesus. It was it was great. I'm like this is this was a great finish. Because she just let Carmella's, uh, they let, she let Naomi's momentum get the best of her, then just used her stupid glowy hair and murdered her with it. Oh man! You know, as as Naomi says, she got snatched bald. Uh, the segment before that was uh, the gender stuff. Nope, not talking about that. Moving on. I'm just continuing to shake my head. I mean, I was shaking my head more about you saying Snatch Bald, but... It makes sense with the Naomi thing, come on. That's her thing that she says. Of all the white things that have ever happened on this show, you saying that might be the whitest. I don't know, you've said some things. I've said a lot of things! Okay, what? And that still might take the cake. I'm just saying. Okay, okay white boy. Uh, again, guilty as fucking charged. Can I, can I get through the show? 
No. There's still a lot to talk about. Okay. Char- let's do it. Charlotte and Asuka had their promo hyping up WrestleMania. Asuka's fighting Charlotte because she's the best women's champion. And, you know, to to beat the... I've heard her say this before. To be the woman, you have to beat the woman. I've heard her say that exact thing, too. So... Wait, did they just show the fucking thing from Raw? No, they kind of, like, kind of redid it. Oh. And, uh... Even better! It's the queen against the empress. And Charlotte says... That actually is a good tagline, not And Charlotte says she's gonna defeat her own... She's gonna break the undefeated streak to cement her legacy. As the greatest women of all, women's champion of all time, so yeah, that's right. Good luck with that. That's right. I'm I'm into it. Uh, before that, we had a a weird tag match with the Bludgeon Brothers taking on Jimmy Uso and Big E. It's the Uso Day. John John's just gonna ignore that one. And because uh, the the story of this match was that uh, Biggie and uh, Jimmy were still fucked up from Sunday, so of course the Bludgeon Brothers were gonna wreck their shit again. And uh, yeah, I expect that the bill for this match is gonna be uh, continual combinations of the two teams trying to work together, failing, and then finally having to have the triple threat match at WrestleMania for the titles. And it should be good. Before that, we had uh, the OPEC segment. See, we already got to the beginning of the show. How did we do that so fast? Well, you walked away when I talked about the Bludgeon Brothers fighting the Ustay. Well, I really needed this glass of water. Well, fair enough. AJ Styles... And also, fuck the Bludgeon Bludgeon Brothers. Fuck you. They have hammers and they're cool. I'm gonna say it. The hammers didn't look that cool on Sunday. You don't look cool on Sunday. I know. You don't have to rub it in, though. I'm sorry, John. I I didn't mean to. AJ Styles had an opening promo. He taught. He he highlighted how unbelievable it is that you know, in the short period of time, he came to the WWE. He won the WWE Championship, and now he's entering WrestleMania as the champion to fight. Shinsuke Nakamura. Like, what the fuck is happening? And this is his third WrestleMania. No, but the fact that they're having the Wrestle Kingdom rematch at WrestleMania for the biggest title in WWE is crazy. Arguable, that point. What? That's the biggest title. The WWE Championship is the long, it has the lineage of the WWE Championship and the World Heavyweight Championship and the WCW Championship. So yeah, it's the biggest, it's the most important title. And yet, don't worry. it's the title of the B show. Get out of here. I- okay, bye. Alright. So yeah, Nakamura came out, interrupted, and says that... Oh wait, first I gotta point out that the crowd chanted, You deserve it, to AJ Styles. And he was like... And he does. N- no. He said, no, I don't deserve this. I earned it. Fair. Which, that makes sense, because You Deserve It is the stupidest chant in wrestling. It's like, no, they they fought in kayfabe, they fought and earned the title. They didn't, they don't, they aren't just handed it in storyline. Fuck you, crowd. 
And uh, Shinsuke came out, said that uh, at WrestleMania dreams come true, and his dream is knees to face and becoming WWE champion. Because fuck you, AJ Styles. And then Rusev came out. And both Styles and Nakamura went, who the fuck invited this guy? Great. And Rusev's like, I'm Rusev! Look at my crazy accent! And uh, we had AJ Styles versus uh, Rusev match, which was surprisingly long and actually really good. Until Aiden English saw him, saw Styles put on the calf crusher, said, actually, fuck this, and attack. Oh no! And then Nakamura saved him. Well, all right then. And later on, later on backstage, AJ Styles said, "Fuck you! I don't need you." No oh, man. That's SmackDown. It's it's getting better now that they're actually building to WrestleMania. I'm excited. Sounds like a television show. Talk to me about the Monday Night Raw. Do I have to? I mean, you tell me about the important things. Like, okay, then let's talk about the most important thing of all time. Oh boy. They had a tag team battle royal to determine who's going to face the bar for the Raw Tag Team Championships at WrestleMania. Hey, John, you want to know a secret? Yes. Well, it's not much of a secret, but the entire Raw Tag Team division sucks. <laughs> I know. Don't they just? Yeah, we've known this for a while. It turns out they suck even more because the winner of the Battle Royal was Braun Strowman. Excuse me, you mean these hands. It has to be it's a team. Just, it's his left hand and his right hand. I, I, what? So this is your fucking plan with Braun is to have him bury the tag team division? Yes, give him give him a title. He's he hasn't had a title in WWE yet. Give him two belts. On one hand, I see what you did I'm there. I'm very upset and cross that they are burying their entire division even if this division sucks. It's already buried. Like, it's underground already. You have the motherfucking revival. They're they're dead. They lost to DX. What the fuck are you doing? DX buried them. They're dead. My favorite part of this match, by the way, was when Jonathan Coachman called Bo Dallas Rhino. Yeah, that makes sense. Don't look the same. Cold Graves were very confused by this. Well, they shouldn't be. It makes perfect sense. They look exactly the same. Exactly the same. Point is, Braun Strowman is going to win two belts at WrestleMania. It's going to be great. This is really fucking stupid and like a bad use of the tag team division. At the same time, though, Braun Strowman. So I'm willing to give it a wash. Hear me out here, John. Braun Strowman wins the tag belts at WrestleMania. Raw after Mania, he loses the belts to the Authors of Pain. That'd be weird. Why? Authors of Pain seem like the only team that could like destroy Braun Strowman and make it look like legit. True. Authors of Pain are dope. And Braun would be a good transitional champion because he can't have the heel bar drop it to the AOP. 
That, that's just my prediction. I think Strowman wins, AOP wins it, Rockstar Mania. Do Cesaro and Sheamus then go to SmackDown? No, they just hang out. Because that, if, if you didn't see that part of Raw, that's their storyline currently, is they want to be traded to SmackDown. Really? Yep. Can we trade, can, how about one of them? How about we get Cesaro? Because they're like, everyone here sucks, we True. beat them all, they yeah. don't respect us, we're going to go to SmackDown where there's actual competition, fuck it, we'll fight the Usos, we'll fight the, we'll beat the shit out of the New Day, we beat their, their fucking streak. Fuck them. Yeah, that's fair. But also, how about hear me out? You keep Seamus. No. His hair is red. It could be blue. Imagine Cesaro in the United States title picture. No, he's held that belt already. Yeah, hold it again. Make 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 the US title great again. No, it's okay. Alright, fair enough. Speaking of making things great again, not to go on a tangent here, but did you read the uh, the interviews that came out with Darren Young in the past week? No. Apparently, he and Bob Backlund are still really good friends and talk Yay! like all the time. Awesome. That's so sweet. Friendship is alive. I'm happy. I know. That's wonderful. That makes me so happy. Anyway, talk about more things that happen on Raw. Like what? The next thing in my notes here is the stupid Roman Reigns shit and Roman yelling about uh, Brock being Vince's boy and yo dog, maybe don't be throwing stones at glass houses. Excuse me, John, you mean the big dog? The big dog! It's his yard. It's his gorilla position, apparently. Except Vince is like, actually get the fuck out of the gorilla position. Oh man, I'm sitting at these controls. Don't talk to me. Speaking of like behind the scenes stuff, did you notice something during uh, the Orton Bobby Roode match that Byron Saxon I'm did? I'm controlling the show. That's weird. Did you did you see what Byron Saxon did during the Orton uh, Superplex? No. He actually said on on in the air. He says, "I need another replay of that, Kevin." He, he called out Kevin Dunn by name and told him to give him another replay. Nice. It was hilarious. I was like, that's the first time I think Kevin Dunn's name has ever been mentioned on WWE programming. That's wild. That officially make him a character in universe? Maybe. Or is this, or could, are they going to sell it as he's actually, Byron Saxon is actually just a really big fan of, we need to talk about Kevin. The film. Get the f- just talk about Roman Reigns. <laughs> the show's this running sucked. long. What? Yeah. This sucked. He's got suspended. Oh no. Now Brock Lesnar. We talked it. What? But he only got suspended for a week. Yeah, so that means Brock Lesnar shows up next week. So will Roman Reigns. This sucks. Mm hmm. Yep, this match is not good. At least my championship match is good. The, the Nakamura and the Styles. I enjoyed the Cena stuff, though. Uh, I, I don't know what the fuck Cena's doing. Like, it feels like he's trying to do some heel shit, sort of. Yeah. Oh, but is he really? Why is, why is he calling out Undertaker's 
being on his wife's Instagram. Don't don't do that. Don't be in your wife's Instagram if you don't want to get called out for it. Unless this is leading to him not being a dead man anymore. Because hear me out, John. Kid Rock is going to be there. Oh, boy. What if he performs American Badass and The Undertaker comes out on our motorcycle? I might be into that, actually. I'm not going to lie. I mean, he retired the dead man, the, the other Undertaker outfit. So, you know, he didn't retire the this one, the American Badass one. Unless John Cena beats him and then he leaves the bandana in the ring. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That'd be really goes out to the Goes out to the crowd and, and hugs and kisses Fred Durst. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I'm into it. Fred Durst for Hall of Fame. And then they play the, the Limp Bizkit cover of Behind Blue Eyes. Get out! No! Stop it! <laughs> is, uh, hey man, that cover was so cool, they used a... They used a circuit bend... Nope. Speak and smell. Nope. For that one part. Get out. Uh, I- I'm curious to see how... What's it- better? What? Limp Bizkit's Behind Blue Eyes. No. Or the Papa Roach song that is the new Raw theme. I, it's That one's stupid enough that it works. Papa Roach debuted the opening video for Raw and it's kind of cool. It's really funny that they debuted that. Yeah. Also, I'm not going to lie, I don't like it. Why? They used the wrong parts of the song. Yeah, okay. Like, there's the one fucking good part of the song where it's the fucking breakdown and, like... They're going for a bullshit fucking, like, dubstep rock thing. You can't do that in the intro. You don't have enough time. Except they've used, like, the fucking build-up to that instead of the... They use that part when they show the crowd. Yeah, but fuck that. Instead, they, they should just have it be, like, the whole fucking thing. No, that's, not how, that's not how it works, John. We're all the bad show. And it's a bad theme. The point is, I was trying to say is, I'm curious to see how Undertaker responds if he does. I'm sure he will say something about resting in peace or what? No. do his whole thing about, like, no, I'm not going to do it. And Cena will be like, you don't have any balls. I'm John Cena. And Undertaker will be like, fine, I'll do it. Say, like, fine, I'm going to stab you with this pen. That's what Undertaker does. He did stab Brock Lesnar with that pen. I thought he he stabbed Paul Heyman with it. No, it was Brock, I think. Shit, that sucks. It went through his head. That was not cool. What, you're gonna say it wouldn't did suck if it went through Paul Heyman's hand? (laughs) Paul Heyman's an asshole. He had it coming. Wow. Come on, man. He's got a wife and kids. John, I'm still bitter about the time that he screwed RVD over. Seth Philly's screw job is forever in my heart. Fair. But also, let's be real here. Rob Van Dam and Sabu screwed Rob Van Dam. I'm not going to argue that. What else happened on Raw? Rob Van Dam got pulled over a week. No, um, that, that was years ago. Come on. 
Speaking of things that are good but also bad, do you know of anything that happened with the Nia Jax and the and the Blissey and the Mickey James and the Asuka and all that nonsense? Oh, I saw the thing with the mic, the boom microphone. What the fuck? It's a giant boom microphone. You know that's that's on. Come on. <sighs> Stupid. It was dumb and convenient, but I I didn't. My thought was more, why are they just, like, cutting to this for no reason? Because... Like, it's not like they, oh, man, we accidentally caught the feed and saw this interesting thing. Like, they made... It's clear from the way they edited it of just, like, cutting out the fucking Naya music. Like, while she's standing in the ring and just having her, like, watching the screen that, like... It's clear that this was a planned fucking thing. Wrestling is bad, John. That's what... And writing for the women is real bad. I... It's weird because on one hand, I like what they're doing of... I think this was a good way to turn Nia face. While having her still be the monster heel. That she kind of is. At the same time, like, I get that Blissey is the heel and supposed to be able to do real bad rough heel shit and say some nasty ass trash and get get away with it because that's literally her job. But I mean, saying those kind of things about a person that has fucking, like, gone on record about their body dysmorphia issues and their eating disorders. Yeah. And saying, like, that kind of nasty shit also on the heels of the let's fucking make fun of Mickey James for being old and having fucking, like, sagging breasts or whatever. Uh, They're trying to fucking say with that whole god-awful storyline. Oh, and also, you're doing... The person who is saying this also has body dysmorphia and eating issue disorder issues of her own. Oh, please. I don't like, I don't like where this is going. It just all kinds of... It all just comes off kind of fucking shady, is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. It all comes across like, Hey, maybe you should have a fucking woman in the writer's room, dickheads. Yeah, good one, John. That's funny. I know. Anything else? Mrs. Cool Owen. Yeah. Is that it? Seth Rollins and 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 Finn Balor spent that whole Miz TV being like, "Fuck you, man! You're not going to trick us into fighting each other." And then, and then, then he did. He tricked them into fighting each other. <laughs> yeah, Miz is quite good. Miz is great. I still Finn Balor won with a roll-up. I still can't it care was, about the story. It was a very good match. Because the story's not good. The no. story is... The Ur story that Seth Rollins has been doing... Ever since fucking... Putting Triple H in his rearview mirror. Which is... I'm Seth Rollins. Now what? Excuse me, he's Seth freaking Rollins. Now what? Burn it down. Look at my fire pants. Pants are the worst. I I actually am really into the fire pants. Fire pants are the worst. The, they're pretty cool. 
John, I, I just want to talk about the last thing you wrote here because I'm very excited. I, I'm going to tune in for this. They showed a hype video for the Ultimate Deletion and said, yo, guys, the Ultimate Deletion is next week. And also, yo, we're doing it. Also, hey, check this out. It's Rebby and Maxel and Wolfgang and Senior Benjamin and fucking Vanguard One. And a dilapidated boat. The show, the dilapidated boat. They directly call out the Lake of Reincarnation by name. John, they're doing it. Don't fuck this up, guys. They're doing it, John. Don't fuck it up. I'm tuning in for this shit. Let's go. If they fuck this up, I'm so mad. John, don't be, be positive. Think positive. They're they've they've given us everything we want here. Senior Benjamin, King Maxwell, Rebby, the lake, the the drone, the compound. I I guess I just don't like that they didn't explain anything. Oh no, they don't because the people who care about this know. WWE, like, wa- holding our hand and walking us through this shit would be the worst. Just, like, let it be its own weird thing that everyone who's in on it are- is already in on it. Yeah, okay, I guess I can get behind that. When when you put it that way. And also, I love the fact that Kurt Angle is sending the referee out there, and he's very concerned. That was my favorite part. The referee being like, did I... Do something wrong, Kurt? Am, am I being punished? Because they're gonna do the thing again, like the last time during the during the, the final deletion. Remember? Will you be there to count the pinfall or the submission? <laughs> oh, I'm excited for him to do that part again. It's gonna be good. John, this is gonna be good. I they have so. Jerry Borash. Kevin Dunn is not shooting this. Look, all I'm saying is that WWE has a proclivity to fuck up a sure thing. John, come on. Just don't worry about it. If it's bad, we'll we'll complain about it afterward. But let's not be negative heading in. Let's 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 brace ourselves for something fun. I'm trying not to be. But I think it's. I think that my lack of trust in them is not unfounded. John, they literally called that the lake. Come on, we're gonna see Husky Harris. It's gonna be amazing. Come on, he's gonna throw him into the lake. We see Matt Hardy version one point oh. Oh shit, that'd be pretty good. Only if they also show Matt Facts. Wow. They could. Be great. Then Chad and Moore shows up. <laughs> and then Lita. Nope. That's what happens when Rebby Sky gets thrown into the lake of reincarnation. No, no, he'll turn. <laughs> she turns into Lita. Fuck you, nope. He'll turn. We're moving on. That's it for Raw. <laughs> nope, one more thing from Raw. I forgot to write in the notes, but 
that they, they showed that Braun Strowman promo, and they're doing the words thing on Raw now. Yeah, they have been for Braun. I fucking hate it. Yeah, it's the worst. I know. I've been dealing with it for a while now. Welcome to my hell. Uh, how do you live? I don't. I just don't watch them. How do you live, John? The opening pr- video for Smack for Fastlane was literally just those promos. I'm glad I did not watch that opening video. Hey, Owen. Yeah. Speaking of things that no one watches. Fuck you. Mixed match challenge is good. We had the Rope Warriors taking on Ravish- Ravishing Rusev Day. Hooray! Rusev is very good when you give him a microphone during the match. Instead of saying, okay. instead of saying "woo," he says "whoa." Sure. He goes "whoa." It's like, yeah, okay, sure, we'll go with that. And then he told Lana before the match, "We eat chickens. We aren't chickens." Did he just turn into the? Big Barth, Big Bartholomew for a second there? Maybe. I don't know. And guess what, John? The majority of the match was uh, Lana against Charlotte. Oh, God. No, no. Listen. Lana did really good. Excuse me? Lana held her own. She did wrestling moves. Charlotte helped get her through a good match. Like, even Michael Cole was surprised. He's like, God, I have to give it to Lana. She's actually, like, doing well in the ring. Well, congratulations to Charlotte for proving that she's like her dad and being able to wrestle a broomstick. Yeah, and and Natalia, in the chat during the show, even, like, gave a lot of props. Like, yeah, she's doing great. Like, I'm really impressed. Lana had a real... This was... Uh, this was by far Alana's best match in the WWE. The character stuff was good. She actually like pulled moves. She like got into position properly for stuff. It was good. I mean, let's be fair here, though. She's only had like five matches. I know, and all of them have been like dirt awful. This was actually really good. I'm happy. Okay. The the finish of the match was uh, Charlotte was in the ring against Rusev. And they're like, wait, you can't do that. And Charlotte's like, yeah, watch me. And she chopped, she, she, she kept trying to chop Rusev, and Rusev's like, yo, dog, have you seen how large my chest is? This, this doesn't hurt me at all. You're just, you're just hurting yourself. Which Charlotte was like, my hand really hurts, but fuck you, I'm gonna keep chopping you until you die. Okay. And by that, I mean, I'm doing this to distract you because Bobby Roode's the legal person. And he's gonna he's gonna sneak up behind you and hit the glorious DDT, which he did. And the Road Warriors won. I was really worried that you were going to tell me that that Rusev hit lot uh, hit Charlotte. No, that Rusev tapped out to the figure eight. No, because it's the way the mix tag works is that uh, Bobby Roode becomes a legal man. I'm aware of how it works. I'm just saying, this is a company that hates Rusev and wants to see him suffer, so I can see them pulling that shit. Yeah, to be fair, he lost three matches in in uh, three days, so yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but next week 
We have uh, three matches in two days, actually. No, Sunday and Tuesday. He didn't wrestle on Monday. I'm saying in the span of three days, he lost three matches. You're right. I'm sorry, I did my math wrong. You're right. Sorry. It's cool. It's eleven o'clock, y'all. I'm tired. Uh, next week, it's Team Little Big against Team Oscar. And uh, I enjoyed Braun's promo because he said, "When when the when my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut permanently." Who's you know his That's hands pretty good. And and the Miz response was, uh, "These these hands hold the Intercontinental Championship." So fuck you. I think it is strange that Asuka is going to end up fighting. Blissey twice next week. Yeah. I, I have a feeling it's going to set up. It's going to be a setup for that. Also, weirdly enough, she's going to fight Charlotte in the finals of this thing. Huh. And uh, it's a prelude to their match at WrestleMania. Because clearly, Rude and, uh, and Charlotte aren't going to lose their next match, which is the semifinals. Which is against the fan-voted team. Is that again? When the, the, the polls are open. It's anyone who's been eliminated. You can vote to get back in. Oh. And the obviously, obviously the answer is Carmella and Big E. I don't know about that. John, when we get off the air, I'm going to make you watch the, the video that Xavier Woods posted on Facebook. That promote them getting into the match. And if after watching this video, you don't vote for them, you are Satan. I've heard, I don't know, Owen, I've heard some things about videos with Xavier Woods in them. What? What'd you say you cut out there? I said, I don't know, Owen, I've heard some things about videos with Xavier Woods in them. <laughs> you cut out again when you said it, that's funny. Wow. Your microphone's real good. Internet does not want me to say this. No, you're you're being censored. I'm sure the podcast being... version has what you said, but I couldn't hear it. Point is, it was a joke about the Xavier Woods sex tape. No, it's John. This video is really good, and you're a bad person for making that joke. After after the show, I'm going to make you watch this video. It's incredible. They're they're going to get voted in. Two hundred five live. Real. Another show nobody watches. Crowd actually stayed for this, and we're hot for it. The crowds are are smarting up, smartening up, and understanding. Hey, two hundred five live is good. Where were they this week? Um, uh, I don't know. Not sure where they were. It's a good crowd though. I know they're in uh, Detroit for for Raw, and that crowd was hot and good sometimes, and then other times was chanting CM Punk. Bad crowd. This crowd was good for SmackDown and 205 Live. Opening match was Akira Tozawa and Hideo Itami taking on Lince Dorado and Grand Metalik. Didn't they do that already? No. Tozawa and Hidami fought jobbers last week. When they formed okay, a team. Sorry. Now, now they're saying here, try an actual team to fight. And, uh, yeah. They, this, they, WWE's been doing a great job getting me to care about these four people who, 
you know, during Enzo times, I couldn't have given any shits about, especially Lince Dorado. I think he's great now. He's getting to do cool stuff. Like, for example, Grand Metalik, you know, leaning over the second rope, and then, then Lince jumping off his back as a springboard to get, like, ten feet in the air and then dive onto, uh, under Tozawa. It was incredible looking. Uh, but the finish of the match was Metalik uh, going for a double stomp off the top rope. Uh, he missed it, tweaking his knee, and then uh, Hideo hits some weird new finisher that looks real bad. And no one reacted to it because it was a bad finisher. But he pinned them. Hooray for bad finishers that aren't the go-to-sleep. Exactly. And uh, the the post-match was uh, Atami getting in the face of uh, Lince Dorado and the two teams breaking him up. So, yeah, I have a feeling we're going to see those guys feuding. It's going to be cool. They're doing storylines. We also seem to be having a storyline between Jack Gallagher and Drake Maverick. I assume it's because Gallagher is pissed off that he lost all his cool shit. And now he's just a very angry, like, strong style British man. In elf pants. Yep. Uh, Drake Maverick was on commentary. And Gallagher fought a jobber, and he beat the shit out of him while also staring down Drake while he was on commentary. It was good. I'm curious to see where they go with this. There can only be one British man on this show. Ah! Okay, sure, I'm into that storyline. The main event was the semifinal match. Keep done prize in a corner. Semifinal match in the Cruiserweight title tournament. Cedric Alexander versus Roderick Strong. Do you think this match was great? Based on who's I in could it. See this, I could see this match being pretty good. It was excellent. You should watch it. Like one of the like one of the great spots was Cedric Alexander was on, you know, like bouncing on the top rope. And Roderick Strong said, Ashley, here, let me grab your feet. And he so Cedric slipped off and on the way down hit his chin on the top turnbuckle, and it looked crazy. If that spot okay. wasn't enough, how about uh, Cedric Alexander hitting a neutralizer and then a lumbar check? Weird. And then going for the pin, and uh, Roderick, at the last second, got his foot on the bottom rope. Okay. Yeah. But the craziest spot of this match which I put a gif of in about last night because I actually talked about 205 Live in it, is Roderick Strong has Cedric Alexander in in a rack position while he's standing on the apron. He then proceeds to throw him like off of his shoulders so that his back hit the hit the, 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 the like the, uh, the cable between the turnbuckle and the ring post. So he threw him like in like straight up into that, and he like totally fucked up his back and and crumpled to the floor, convulsing in pain, and then just barely made it back in the ring for the count. It was it was so good. It was so good. Then at the end, then the match just became we're just gonna beat each other with strikes as fast as we can, and then in the middle of this this fracas, uh, Cedric Alexander rolled up Roderick Strong. 
and I kept him down for three and one. Kind of anticlimactic, but cool. No, it was it was like unexpected. It was unexpected, and like it was well done. It, it it made sense in this match. Like you weren't gonna win, you know, doing a finisher because they're gonna foresee it and make sure they get in position to get near the ropes. So you have to like roll, like grab their limbs and roll them up so that they can't escape and they don't see it coming. It made sense. It was good. Then the post match interview, uh, the crowd chanted, "You deserve it again." And Cedric Alexander said, "No, you fucking idiots! I earned it. Stop. I'm going to WrestleMania." Earned my dick. My daughter thinks I'm a champion already, but I'm going to go into WrestleMania and show her that I'm going to be a real champion. Also, I didn't mention it. There was a another one of those Mustafa Ali videos where he's doing, like cutting a promo in some dark place, and I think he got jumped during it. Cool. Because the camera, you can see someone in the background while he was talking, then it just cut out, and we didn't see what happened. So I assume he's dead now. Yeah. And uh, 205 Live is getting real good. They're, at, they're adding storylines. They have good matches. It's I, I like it a lot. Cannot recommend it enough. That leaves NXT, John. NXT was real good this week, Owen. I didn't watch it because I was busy. Let's go real quick through it. Sure. First, we had a Dusty Rhodes Classic match. It was the Sanity versus the Tino Sabatelli and the Riddick Moss? That's correct. It's, Someone was able to tell my notes jokes. Yep, I, I could very much... Uh, did it have a Dusty finish? It did not have a Dusty finish. It, it had it, a... This term is bullshit. I mean, it had a... Riddick Moss uh, broke up a pin by pulling the Eric Young out from the from outside the ring. That's not and nice. And he was all like, I'm a cool guy. I'm Riddick Moss. And then he got cross-bodied by Nikki Cross and the crowd went ballistic. You get it? Cross-body? Nikki Cross? Shit. Yeah! Sanity won. Of course they did. With their, with their weird tag team finisher. Did, it's kind of the midnight hour, but not. Did did uh, Alexander Wolf do his uh, junk rat dance? He didn't. Oh, But he got bounced off the ropes, you know, on his chest neck thing by, uh, by Riddick Moss at one point, and he sold it by basically just, like, basically doing the rock uh, stunner flop. Word? And just kind of rolled around a bit. And I was like, yeah, this is why I like Alexander Wolf, Because he way oversells fucking everything. But in a way that he doesn't look like he's Shawn Michaels in that Hogan match. But just looks like a fucking nut job. Like Junkrat. Mm-hmm. I still like Alexander Wolf a bunch. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes. What else happened? This fucking guy showed up again. What fucking guy? It's fucking asshole. Oh, that fucking guy. This is fuck off. Did you see his tweet? No one. No, no one wants to see him. No, because he's he's the master of time travel. Because he's acting like this didn't wasn't taped a month ago, and it was great. 
Well, yeah, of course. It just happened. I mean, we just saw it, so therefore it just happened. Mm-hmm. I wish... It's how time works. Yeah, I'm trying to... I'm trying to pull it up. His tweet's real good. But to talk about the segment, then I'll tell you what the tweet said. It was more of the same. Tommaso Ciampa came out, and the crowd yelled at him and got all angry at him, and he looked like he was going to talk, and then he would never talk because the crowd just booed him to death. I heard there were a lot of uh, Johnny Gargano signs. There were a lot of Johnny Gargano signs, almost like someone who works for the company handed them out to the crowd. Whatever. Here's the tweet, John. I'm not complaining, I'm just saying it was... Yeah, like it was a cool visual and it was great and everything, but kind of like with that uh, Nia Jax thing, it's hard for me to not look at this and be like, oh, this is planned. Let, let me read his tweet from yesterday. All right. Tomorrow night I plan to address the NXT universe. I have three requests. One, complete silence. Two, absolutely no mention of him. Three, not really a request. But take a moment to admire the vascularity. You're welcome. And then just posted a picture of himself. <laughs> I have a question. Did, did any of his requests get met? No. Fuck this crowd. But also fuck Tommaso Ciampa. He's a psycho This crowd was not silent. This crowd yelled we want Johnny at him numerous times. This is good. This is real good. I don't remember what the third one was, but I don't think they appreciated his whatever. Vascularity. Not even sure what that word means. I'm big enough to admit it. His, his muscles. Oh. Probably. Something I don't have. Wow. Speaking of things I don't have, I don't have ears anymore. Why? Lacey Evans came out. What's wrong with Lacey Evans? Her theme song's real bad. Eh, I don't even remember it. Dakota Kai came out. Uh, oh no, I re I'm, I'm reading this note. I don't I don't like this. Dakota Kai's theme is great. You shut your unless they changed it. Dakota Kai's theme is bad. They must have changed it because their theme was great. Some like fucking bullshit fake dubstep. What's wrong with dubstep? Nothing. Just when it's bad dubstep, it's not good. No, when, when it's bad dubstep, it's the best kind of dubstep. No. Wait, are you talking about that not... kind of bad? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm talking about just kind of boring. Oh, okay. I didn't like it. What? I don't like these themes. Whatever. I didn't really care for this match. This match was short and nothing really Fuck happened. Fuck you, John. The Kodakai is the best... Dakota Kai won with a roll-up. Yes! So happy. Dakota Kai's great. Shayna Baszler came out and was all like, what? I'm gonna murder you again. No! No! Leave the little Kiwi alone! And Ember Moon came out. Did she say, fuck you? I'm gonna hit you. Yeah! Did she hit her? And was like, also, motherfucker, let's have another goddamn match at, at TakeOver New Orleans. That seems like a bad idea. And Shayna Baszler, they fought, and Shayna Baszler was going to beat the shit out of her. But then Dakota Kai hit 
fucking Shannon Baszler. And then she got she got turned to dust instantly. Right? Not really, but That's good. It wasn't it was definitely enough time for uh Ember to hit the eclipse with one arm again. Oh good. So Dakota Kai survived. Yes. Yay. Everyone survived, except for Shayna Baszler. And she's just resting. Just taking a nap. Yeah. What else we got? Want to talk about another Dusty Rose Classic match? Sure. Let's talk about one of my favorite tag teams. Street Profits. I wasn't where I thought you were going, because I thought you were talking about my one of my favorite teams. We are going to talk about one of your favorite teams. Heavy Machinery. John, I don't know if you know this, but stakes and weights. I don't know if you know this, but Otis Dozovic's faces are really dumb, and I like them. Yeah, it's so good! He's great. He makes the weirdest Otis- faces. He drank from the solo cup, <gasps> and he got really hype. Yeah, all right. And then he like immediately hit Montez Ford with a clothesline, and I was sad. Oh, that's awesome! This sounds like a fun match. This match was really dumb and fun. Good. So, of course, Montez uh, Ford is fucking great. Yeah, but Otis Dozovic. So, you're, what you're saying is heavy machinery just beat the crap out of them in one, right? No, actually, Street Profits won. What? Yep. Oh. Yep. What's, what's Heavy Machinery going to do now? It brought the motherfucking swag. What's, what's, uh, what is Heavy Machinery going to do now? Nothing. Oh. They should probably hit the gym. Get some steaks and some Something weights. Something they could do. Steaks and weights. Hey, Owen. Yeah. Would you be surprised to to hear that Adam Cole and Pete Dunne had a fucking awesome match? No, I wouldn't be surprised. That sounds like a very plausible thing to happen. What if I told you that the ending also kind of sucked? Oh, no. Did the did, uh, did, uh, Undisputed Era interfere? Yes. Disqualification? Yes. Oh. Did they at least look cool doing it? They did. I mean, it was... Did they do their gang sign? No, because, um... Who should appear to help out the Pete Dunn but the Rod Strong? Oh. The guy who murdered Cedric Alexander, almost. Yeah. And they're friends now, I guess. Him him and the Pete Dunn. Sure, why not? They're both good at the wrestling. They both hate Adam Cole, baby. It's true. I mean, everybody hates Adam Cole, if you think about it. I don't... I don't hate him. Keep telling yourself that. I watched him wrestle the Aleister Black match. It was really good. Keep telling yourself that. Alright, fine, fine. Speaking of which... What? What's up? Let's talk about Alistair Black. Oh, I like Alistair Black. Is, is he had it, contract signing. Yeah, is he no more contender now? Yeah, and they had the contract signing for his NXT Championship match at 
take over New Orleans, where he will most assuredly win the belt. Oh, cool. Did Andrade say anything cool? No, Andrade didn't come out at all. What? Zelina was like, surprise, Andrade's not here, and fuck you. What? Then Alistair Black just sat in the middle of the ring and fucking made sick burns on the fact that she's really short. Ha! That's pretty good. And it dawned on me, like, wow, she's actually really short, though. I know, I saw her in person. She's incredibly short. Like, I, I had no idea. Yeah, again, I, 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 I stood next to her. She is very short. She's got to be like 5'2", maybe. Something like that. I would have thought she would be even shorter than that. Anyway. Yeah. Alistair Black got some pretty sick burns in on her, but then he kind of fucked it up by... Uh, Trying to say comparison, but saying comparison. No, that's a new thing now. <laughs> that's a thing now. He he made it. He invented it. I, I I'm kind of into it. Anyway, comparison is realizing a comparison. Lee, hate you. Zelina slaps him in the face and is all like. You're not, man, fuck you, all this bullshit that, you know, she usually says. And then Alistair leaves, and he's like, oh, by the way, it's really good that you came alone, because I didn't. And then fucking Candice LeRae runs out and beats the shit out of Zelina. Wait, is Candice LeRae uh, Alistair Black's new wife? No. Oh, that'd be cool, though. That'd be a fun storyline. That'd be a fun storyline, but no, she's just, he's just like, yeah, you pissed off Johnny Gargano's wife. You're going to die, I guess. Yeah, she's still here. She didn't lose that match. Speaking of people that have bad entrance themes. Oh, you leave Candace alone. I'm just saying. You're just mad because it's not Johnny Gargano's theme. That would be really cool, and I did think about that. But I would also take her... I would also take her theme song with her Joey Ryan tag team. Nope. That's not PG. How is it not? I I assume if Joey Ryan's involved, it has to do with dicks. I mean, kind of. It's, I believe, in a thing called Love by the Darkness. Oh, okay. Uh, They're not going to license that. Come on. What if they did? No, they all the the licensing money went into uh, Jim Jet. I thought you were going to say Papa Roach. No, Papa Roach is worth nothing. Come on. On that note, that's it for Heel Turn, a production of ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, it's not cool. It's Papa Roach. No, it's not. It's the the biggest nope. the, the biggest you? Kid Rock fan site on the I'm internet. I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> Don't you dare say that about this website. You say a lot of bad shit about this site, but that I, that's crossing a line, sir. Your one-stop shop for news on... Nope. Don't country themed wrestling singers. Only one, and that's Uncle Uncle Cracker. Thank you. Uh, excuse me. I think you're forgetting the biggest perpetrator of all. Kurt Henning? No, the one that we actually have articles on the site about. 
No. Who? Come on, man. No, we're not talking. No, no, John. I, no, we can't. can't talk about the, the kids praying in school. Come on. Who would pass down such a rule? John, I, I almost made a real mean joke tweet at Dan Riker because he was talking about how much Kid Rock is going to take up his WrestleMania weekend since he's going. And I almost said, I bet you Michael Hayes inducts him. And then they do a duet of Bad Street USA. Michael Hayes is a musical genius. An article that you can read over at ProWrestling.cool. Remember when that was going to be a multi-part thing and then you just gave up? I couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to keep listening to him. Keep, keep going with the plugs. This podcast is long, John. It is long. So let's continue with the plugs and say to everybody that, hey, guys, we stream this sucker live starting at around 9 p.m. Eastern every Wednesday over at twitch.tv slash online and on YouTube somewhere. Look us up at prowrestling.cool. I don't know. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe we'll have a URL someday. I don't know. Whatever. Never. Never, apparently. Um, yeah, if you like us, uh, maybe give us money or something. Patreon.com slash PWC. That's a thing. Yeah, it helps fund us to keep doing this podcast. Hey, guys. You know what else is pretty cool? Getting the show notes? Keeping up, keeping up to date with what we're doing. Also, yeah, if you donate a dollar, you get the show notes. That's cool. Lots of good inside jokes in it. But also keeping up to date with what we're doing, which you could do at facebook.com slash PWDOTC or on Twitter at The Heel Turn. Uh-huh. And at PWDOTC on Twitter. It's not a robot, John. It's, it is a robot. I, I put love into every single tweet. That doesn't make you not a robot. I can't argue with that. Owen... Yeah. Where else can they find you? Uh, at the underscore ozone on Twitter. John? Find me on Twitter and Instagram and a whole bunch of other places on the internet at IamJohnGM. And your Twitch is at video underscore shames. That is my Twitch as well. Video underscore shames. The I've one been place trying where... to do... Mm-hmm. Hmm? As in the one place where you're not IamJohnGM. Because video shames is the best name. Just make that your handle on everything. I could. I mean, I feel like I'd have to like really lean into the branding there of the video shames then. Yeah. Instead of just a dumb Twitch thing that I do when I'm bored and I have internet that works. That'll eventually happen. Maybe. Not soon enough. True. Well, John, this has been a long episode. Getting that 100 megabit. John, this has been a long episode, but a good episode. We had lots to talk about. Everyone who runs wrestling is bad. Shocking, I know. But we will be back next week with another episode where we're going to be one week closer to WrestleMania. I hope it's good. I hope it's good. So until then... Fuck Fabulous Moolah. Word? But don't actually. And not just because she's dead.
This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.